Hello and welcome to HW Editorial with me Sujeet Nair. Here you can listen to my views, my analysis. Follow this podcast to stay updated. At HW News, we have been delivering news that matters to you. Our goal is to present you with information that stimulates conversations around topic of larger public importance that often gets lost in prime time shows. Namaskar. Welcome to another episode of Editorial. Rupee could replace dollars, says Noreel Rubini. Who is Noreel Rubini? Why is he saying all of this? What happens if rupee replaces dollar? Let's discuss all this. Let's get right into the show. answer the first question. Who is Noreel Rubini and why should we listen to him? Okay, Noreel Rubini is a, is a big time economist. He is a big time economist. He was part of the Economic Advisory Council of Bill Clinton administration. He is a Turkish born American citizen. He was born in Istanbul and he is an American citizen big time economist and the fact is he is called Dr. Doom. The reason he is called Dr. Doom is he predicted this recession. He predicted this recession and he has predicted a lot of things, a lot of economic changes in the the world. So quite a well respected economist. So that's who Nuril Rubini is. Now uh, answering the second question. India replacing dollar. What difference does it make? You see, America today is the most powerful country in the world. I don't need to tell you, you know it. They are the most powerful country in the world, not because they've got a lot of planes and a lot of guns and a lot of bullets and all that, and a lot of bombs and all that. No, no, that's not the reason. That's not the reason alone. They are the most powerful country in the world is because they control the economy. So, whenever India has to buy oil from, say, Australia or something from whatever, New Zealand. India cannot call the New Zealand guy and say, paisa le, take my rupee and, and let's trade. The India has to use American dollars. So does New Zealand. If it has to trade with India, they too have to use American dollars. So the whole world, most of it, most of the trade has to use American dollars. So because the whole world has to use American dollars, in a way, in a way, the world economy is controlled by Americans to a certain extent. Abhi problem kya hota hai? This dollar has always been used also as a weapon by America. So if America says, no, that Iran, no Iran, you ban that Iran, you sanctions, I, we lay sanction on Iran. Okay, uh, you economic blockade on Iran. So a lot of countries cannot trade with Iran. Why? Dollars. So, the point is, America controls the world literally. One of the reasons. There are other reasons also, but the, one of the major reasons how America controls this world is through dollars. Now, this is why dollar is important. Now, this gentleman, Noreel Rubini says that, Baba, Indian rupees no could 
replace dollars. That's why this whole thing becomes very important and that's why I am spending 15 minutes with you talking about this subject. So till now, all good. Now let us first say what he said and then we will uh, we will and why he said it and then we will get into details. Okay, so the first thing he said is that the share of global economy of US is falling from 40 to 20%. Doesn't make sense for US dollars to be the two-thirds of all international financial trade transactions. Part of it is geopolitics. Earlier on, he said America controlled almost 40% of the global trade. 40%. Now that 40% has fallen to 20%. Why should we value American dollars? So he said, why should you give value to American dollars? It is not, it is, there is no reason for it. Now the dollar is more of geo, more used for geopolitical reasons than for, uh, than for uh, economical reasons. So he said that's the first point he made. The second point he made is that one can see how the rupee could become for some of the trade that India does with the rest of the world, especially South-South trade could become the vehicle of currency. So India's trade is growing larger. India's trade is growing larger. Now, once India's trade grows larger, the trade that India does, especially in the South-South region, India could use rupee as a vehicle of currency and to a certain extent, one understands that India is trying to push rupee as a vehicle of, of a transaction. So he says this could widen and this could have a huge impact on the usage of global currency. He says that it could be the unit of account. It could be a means of payment. It could become a store of value. Certainly, rupee over time could become one of the variety of global reserves currency in the world. So, he is very bullish about the rupee. He says, like I told you before, he says, boss, this trade could grow. He says other countries also could follow suits and he said that possibly India, the currency rupee could be a largest traded. It could be a very important uh, vehicle of trade. It could be a very important of currency that uh, the globe trades with. Now that's very good. That's very good. What that helps us is that helps us to a certain extent to have some control over the global trade. And if we trade well, we use our imagination and our our talent and our brains well, we could have, we, this could benefit our country's economy. This could benefit our trades with other countries. Like I said, whether we would also tend to use it as an as a weapon in, in future or not, that's a different issue, but that's a long-drawn issue. But at least I don't think in my lifetime. So we will be we, that uh, talking about that may not make sense. But as on today, it is always better. It is always better to know that the world Part of the world is also trading in rupee. So that's where it stands. Okay, now that's one topic. You see, if um, the world trades in rupee, if uh, our UPI is used instead of SWIFT globally, all these are very good things for India. Very good things for India. But will that make us global leader like we want to be? Will that make us the economic superpower that we want to be? Chances are this alone will not be able to make us the dream that we want to achieve. For us to be an economic superpower, we need to have fantastic 
companies, fantastic institutions, fantastic organizations that emits out of India. See, today, mind you, a Microsoft, it is in America. Apple, it's in America. Google, it's in America. The companies are all there in America. Yes, there was an Adani at one point in time who was the third largest man in uh, the Forbes uh, top 100 people, 100 richest people or whatever, whatever, 10 richest people. He was there. But will that make India rich? Will that make India powerful? Will that make India number one? You see, having a rich people in the country, having rich people in the country, having wealth created in the country is good. It definitely helps the economy. But that doesn't really, that alone doesn't really make you number one uh, in the world. It, like I told you, we become number one when we have good companies. What will ensure that we have good companies? What are the steps that India needs to take to ensure that even our companies are like Google and Microsoft? And, and from all the research and all the papers that has been written about it, I have picked up five points which I will present in front of you. Five points that we don't do and we should do to ensure that our companies become number one. And the point number one is quality. You see, while a lot of things have changed in India, no doubt, but yet our insistence on quality is still not a world standard. We have created few of the best cars in the world, but quality-wise, finish-wise, that, you know, that fine finish, that finish-wise, we lack versus a Japanese car or an American car or a German car. We lack that. We are still not given impetus to quality because even today, most of our manufacturers think price before they talk quality. The moment you say that ye 10 rupees ke niche banana hai, the production guy will say, achatti ke ye steel kyu lene ka, isko apun iron lete, isko ye kyu lene ka, isko rubber kyu dalne ka, bina rubber ke dal ke dekhte na kya hota hai. So the point is, we compromise on the quality and humko bhi thik hai, you know, we are the same people who would bend our scooters first in the morning and then kick and then the scooter starts because they are kicking the scooter wouldn't start and we were okay with that. We are used, we are okay to accept qualities like that. So that attitude of ours need to change. That's number one. Number two is R&D, research and development. Again, like I said, we think of price first. You see, a lot of us, and if you see, especially, and believe me, in my life, I've worked with a lot of amazing business people. I've worked with a lot of super minds in this country. I've worked with them. But there is one problem that we have and I don't blame them. I think that's the way we are. The one problem that we have is we consider R&D, research and development, as an expense rather than an investment. For us, that's an expense. And we are very careful in spending in R&D. If you are spending in R&D, there are thousand questions asked to you. These are the questions that are, that are very regularly asked to you. R&D is not considered as, considered as an investment. R&D is considered as a expense. That's something that needs to change if we need to be, become big. The third point is our value to our commitment. You see, there are a lot of exporters, traders 
who have to us to some extent spoiled our name in the global market they don't deliver you know this concept of ho jayega sir ji you know that has spread that reputation of ours has also spread this ho jayega sir ji bit you know the point is we need to have laws we need to also self regulate self discipline ourselves to meet with our commitment once we say something we deliver it so that's point number 3 commit giving a value to our commitment point number 4 is branding branding the money i spend to ensure that my brand has a character my brand has top of mind recall my brand looks good my brand has a personality my brand has has what it takes to be a global leader again the same concept even advertising even branding is considered as an expense not as an investment so that's the same thing which i told you before even it's true when it comes to branding and the last point is innovation you see <clears throat> it's very ironical it's very ironical and i i appreciate a comment that uh, somebody had uh, made in my earlier editorial when i was talking about ceos why do global companies choose indian ceos where they said that listen you know you have to understand that most of the ceos happened once the company was already big you know the ceos were not there when the company was small and they made it they made it into a, a huge company to a certain extent what they're saying is right but the fact remains that our ceos have gone and worked and led most innovative organizations in the world most innovative organizations google microsoft innovation they survive by innovating but why can't we innovate why don't we get up one morning and say i want to build something that nobody has built before i want to change the way of life i want to change the way humankind looks at life i want to build that brand google ne ek din socha hoga waise that is why google built what it built isn't it but why don't we think so these are the five points i gathered from a lot of papers lot of research that were written and you know i've just concluded i've just concised it and i have i've presented it in front of you most of these are not just from my uh, experience it's also from a lot of other people's experience other experts experience market leaders experience global leaders experience and so on and so on and so on and so forth so that's the point i wanted to make um, a short conclusion is good we are on to a good path we are on to a good path with you know selling pushing our upi uh, versus a swift by pushing our currency versus a dollar we are on a good path but also pushing our wealth creators to be on the top of the world and all that that is all good that is all fine but i think end of the day fundamentally we have to be strong and to be fundamentally strong we need to have companies that are global leaders truly global leaders originating out of india now i am not saying there are no global leaders in india there are no good brands in india there are i am not disputing that but that is not enough we need much more we need much much more so if you are an entrepreneur look watching my program please please think of creating something new creating something spectacular creating a product that is supposed to be the best quality product in that category in the market that you want to operate in that's 
growing a large corporation. Till I see you next time. That is tomorrow at uh, 10 p.m. Namaskar. If you like this episode, please rate us with five stars right now. HW News podcasts are available on BingePods and all other audio platforms. Also, don't miss to check out our news reports from the House of HW News podcast. We are sure you will love it too.